Hey everyone, it's good to see you. I'm glad to be with the Harbor today. It's a joy to be with family and to be able to share together what God's doing. This is a great day, guys. Pentecost Sunday is a highlight of my year. I was telling Pastor Marvin and Michelle this morning uh, while we were doing the coffee talk that Pentecost, probably for me, is more exciting than Resurrection Sunday. I love Resurrection Sunday. I love being able to share together. And to remember what Christ did for us on the cross to celebrate the resurrection because the resurrection is about how we step into new life. And I do celebrate that. I love that. I, I hold it in high, high, high regard. But I love Pentecost Sunday because Pentecost Sunday is where we see the power come upon what Jesus promises. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Pentecost today, probably from a little bit uh, of a different perspective maybe than you have looked at it before. But we, we want to talk about what God is saying to us concerning Pentecost. Uh, we've been through this COVID-19 time. We've been through the pandemic. We've been through the shutdown. Many of us now are stepping into the opening up process. Some are still working from home. Some are going back to work. Uh, restaurants are beginning to open uh, in a small way. Businesses are beginning to open with, uh, you know, limited hours. And there's just a lot of strange changes. In fact, Trisha and I were talking recently. We're living in a time where things are just weird. I mean, it's not that it's bad weird. It's just so different from the norm. And uh, I gave a word several years ago about reset, how God was resetting us. It's a prophetic word about how that reset was coming to the church. At the same time, he gave me another word about recalibration. And we're reset, but then we have to be recalibrated to the new encounter that we're having. And so recalibration is about stepping into the reset and allowing God to be able to bring us into the new experience. Well, Pentecost and the celebration of Pentecost today is about that recalibration process. And uh, I'm excited about Pentecost every year because we celebrate the power of Holy Spirit coming into the church and we celebrate the fullness of the Holy Spirit as we walk as believers in the kingdom of God. And uh, when we talk about the power of Holy Spirit we realize that the Holy Spirit operating inside of us is really about living Pentecost in a powerful way. Uh, recently I had someone say to me, man, we need to pray that we'll have another Pentecost. And I looked at them and I said, who said the first one stopped? Just because you're not participating in Pentecost doesn't mean it's not happening. I'm just here to tell you it happened 2,000 years ago. It's continued to happen. It is happening on us and it's going to carry us on until Christ comes again. Pentecost is not a day. Pentecost is a lifestyle. And the beautiful thing about Pentecost Sunday is we're celebrating the fullness of Holy Spirit coming inside of us as believers and the power that comes. In Acts 2, it says, and when the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Now, I want to talk about it just for a minute. Jesus told them, look, I'm about to depart. I'm leaving. I want you to stay in Jerusalem. I want you to stay there until you are in due with power on high. It was the fact that he was given them a promise, but he said, you guys need to stay positioned in order to receive what it is that I bring. And I think many of us miss Pentecost because we're not positioned. And I want to ask you a question this morning. What, what is your position in Christ? How are you positioned to be able to allow Pentecost to change who you are? The reset and the recalibration is I've got to get myself in the right position before the Lord. I need to be where he said I need to be. Uh, one of the things prophetically I tell people many times is in order for us to be able to have uh, Pentecostal encounters, for us to have prophetic encounters, we all have to get to the place that we realize that we live our lives 
on the encounter with God. And sometimes we have to go in order to, to do what needs to be done. Uh, for instance, the Lord spoke to Abraham and he said, I want you to take a three days journey. Take your son, Isaac, go to the land of Moriah, to the place that I will show you and offer him there to me. He could have done it in his backyard, but he didn't. Why? Because God says, I want you to go to Moriah. There was about a going to a place to have an encounter so God could change something in them. Many of you have been taken out of the normal situations and circumstances of your life because God's doing something new inside of you. And one of the things that you need to do and I need to do is celebrate the new of God, stepping into the new of God. Pentecost came. They were in one place. They were all together. They were unified. And the Bible says in verse 2 of Acts 2, and suddenly there came upon came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the, the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues of fire distributing to themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now, the, the power is when the Holy Spirit came, they had an encounter different from anything they'd ever had before. And I'm here to tell you that Pentecost is about you having an encounter with God through the power of His Spirit like you have never had before. In fact, I want to release a prophetic word over you that you today are going to experience an encounter with God that is going to cause there to be a move of Holy Spirit in your life like you've never had before in your life. I, I mean, I'm believing today for you on this Pentecost Sunday that you celebrate Pentecost knowing, Holy Spirit, you're doing something in me. Now, Jesus said in Acts 1, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You'll be witnesses unto me in Judea, uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. Holy Spirit came to release a power in them to be a witness. The day of Pentecost was about the sound of a violent rushing wind, cloven tongues of fire resting upon them, Holy Spirit entering in them. They began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. But the powerful thing was everybody outside the room heard what was going on inside the room. And when they heard that, they responded by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. And thousands, 3,000 people were born again because of the power of Pentecost. Now, here's what I want you to think about. If the Lord says, I want you to hang with me until you're in due with power on high. If the Holy Spirit is working in you, and I believe he is, I believe he's working in me. I think he's working in all of us. If he is working inside of us, what is going on inside of us? What's happening in this room where we are that's going to change the outside where we go? You see, what takes place in us has to get outside the room. And the powerful thing is, is, is that Pentecost taught us that what God did in the lives of those believers in filling them with the Holy Spirit, giving them uh, the ability to speak in other tongues, to be able to, to, to be a, a evangelist, witnesses of the Lord Jesus Christ in the locale, the region, and the rest of the world. You see, you got to understand, Holy Spirit is about you moving into your destiny. Guys, do you understand? Pentecost was about transformation. Listen, God's taking you into your destiny today. Your encounter on this Pentecost day is about you saying, Lord, I'm stepping into my destiny. We're in reset. He's recalibrating us, man. This is an incredible time for me to say, God, I need from you a fresh infusion of power. Acts 13, 52 says, and the disciples were continually filled with joy and Holy Spirit. Now, in a lot of translations in the Bible, it says, and the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with joy. But when you go back and you read the Greek, there's a word that is in there that tells us how they were filled. 
And, and when you read it out of the original language, it says, and the disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. You need to get this. Pentecost is not a one-time encounter in your life that will cause you just to have an experience with God and say, okay, I've done that. I've got the t-shirt. All right, I'm, I'm good. No, no, no. Pentecost is the onset and the beginning of the rivers of living water flowing into your life and you stepping into that dynamic where you are continually filled. Man, you need to say right now while I'm speaking, you need to say, I am continually filled. I am continually filled. I am continually filled with joy and Holy Spirit. And here's what we got to understand about Pentecost. Pentecost is about Holy Spirit's power releasing you to walk in the power of the kingdom. Jesus spoke to his disciples and he said, uh, as they would believe in him, that rivers of living water would begin flowing through them. John 7, and as you believe in me, he who believes in me from his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. He was speaking of the Holy Spirit. And he was saying, look, there's coming a day when your encounter, what you're celebrating today with me and what we're celebrating together in Pentecost is about the emerging of mighty rushing rivers operating in you. It's about the encounter of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's the encounter of being continually filled with Holy Spirit. And me understanding that as I walk in the power of the baptism of the Spirit, I get to display the infilling of the Holy Spirit. I get to release the rivers of living water coming out of me. Now, here's what you and I need to understand. Jesus, in the book of Revelation, whenever he was speaking to John, and John was writing about those things that was being revealed at the time, he, he saw a river flowing from the throne of God. And, and it says that he looked and he said, I saw this river coming out, and it was a mighty river, rivers of living water flowing out of the throne, and it began to fill that place called heaven. It was in that place called eternity that we refer to many times. But, but here's the beauty and the wonder of it all. Out of the throne, out of the presence of God, out of the encounter with God, out of the person of God, there comes a river. And that river is speaking of His Spirit operating in us. It's rivers of living water. It is the refreshing. It is the power. It is what fuels reset. It is what fuels recalibration in your life. And so Pentecost today is you and I stepping into the destiny of God in our life and receiving from Him, from His throne, those rivers of living water that flow through us. Now, let's go back to Acts 13, 52. The continual filling of joy and Holy Spirit is a process that flows through you. You can live by law and legalism and become a cesspool. Or you can live by rivers of living water and become an agent of freedom, an agent of refreshing, an agent that changes life in the earth. And I tell people all the time, when you're born again, when you receive Christ in your life and He forgives your sins and establishes covenant with you and the blood of Jesus is in you and you're baptized and you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you become an agent of God's kingdom in the earth. You and I are the change agents that makes the earth what it should be concerning the kingdom. But the beauty is Pentecost. The beauty is the power that comes. The beauty is what happens. When those cloven tongues of fire came, when, when that violent rushing wind blew through that room, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Out of that encounter, lives were changed. People heard Christ being decreed. They heard the mighty deeds of God in their own language. And as they received the mighty deeds of the Lord, what happened was they began to encounter God in a fresh way. They never had this experience before. 
And I'm going to tell you something about Holy Spirit. He is one who operates in us with the power of God. Somebody said to me one time, well, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. And, and he'll never be, and I stopped him. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. He's not a gentleman, he's God. And the truth is, he doesn't always ask us, hey, can I come in here and change your life? Can I do this miracle? Can I turn your life upside down? Can I reset you, recalibrate you? No, no, no. God in his divine wisdom sometimes catches us by surprise. They knew something was coming, but they didn't know what it would look like. And I'm telling you today on this Pentecost Sunday, you need to allow God to do what he, he wants to do. Quit trying to put boxes around him. Quit trying to put lines around him. Quit trying to color in all the picture. Let God fill the box. Let God bring dimension to the lines of life. Let God color your picture. Let him put inside of you a power that brings radical change. In, in the latter part of the book of Acts, we read these words in Acts 2.43. And everyone kept feeling a sense of awe, and many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. What happened? When Holy Spirit came, miraculous healings, uh, divine miracles, supernatural events, people's needs were being taken care of, provision was being released over them in powerful ways. In fact, it was, it was also the fulfillment of what Jesus said Truly, truly, I say to you in John 14, 12, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do, and greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. So what's he saying? What you've got to understand is you're celebrating Pentecost. All settled upon them. A few years ago, I, I released a word about the awe of the Lord at, at the harbor, and I talked about how we have to feel a sense of awe. And the truth is, many Christian people live a life and we slip into apathy or lethargy or, or we kind of get, well, you know, God, you didn't do that like I think you ought to or these encounters and life happens and disappointments come and hope gets deferred and all these things happen in life and sometimes we can allow our walk with God to become stale. I'm telling you, get back into the river. Get back into the mighty rushing wind. Get back into the cloven tongues of fire. Get back into the awe of the Lord. And in that message I gave, I asked a question. And I want to ask it again. What does God need to do to impress you again? You see, a lot of times we're not impressed with what God does. It's kind of like, yeah, well, okay. No, 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 you don't understand. What God does is supernatural. What God does is miraculous. What God does is Holy Spirit power in your life. Now, you may not be able to see right now what it is that's taking place. But if you'll walk this thing out, if you'll begin to step into destiny with God, you'll begin to see why God did what he did and you'll see the greater miracle that will come. And all of a sudden the realization will begin to happen. Listen, the enemy wants to keep you out of Pentecost. The Holy, the Holy Spirit wants to keep you in Pentecost. The enemy wants to deceive you into saying God is not doing things. But the Holy Spirit is trying to awaken your spirit and awaken your soul and say, hey, I'm doing something new in you. Celebrate the new of God. I went out into Andrews, Texas recently and during the, the COVID crisis and this pandemic and I had, I had driven in, spent about seven hours on the road, got there about six o'clock that evening. At 4.30 that afternoon, about an hour and a half where I got there, there was a, 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 a county judge that passed a decree. Churches couldn't meet. The whole lockdown was on. And uh, I called a friend of mine who was a commissioner. I said, look, 
I, I've just driven in from, from New Braunfels and I'm here to speak in the morning at Kingdom's Gate. And I just want to tell you, I'm going to be there in the morning. I'm going to preach. Just tell you guys, don't come pick me up till I'm done. Let me finish. I'm going to preach in the morning. The church is going to meet in the morning. We're not going to shut down because of the decree of, of, a, of a, a judge or a governor or anything else. Because you got to understand, as the sons and the daughters of God, sometimes we need to step over and say, you know what, whether it's right to hearken to you or God, you be the judge. We made up our mind, we're going with God. And a lot of people say, well, you're being rebellious. No, no, I'm not being rebellious. What I am is I'm being proactive. And, and, and I told someone recently when they challenged me on this, they said, well, you know, Paul wouldn't have done that. Oh, really? Do you realize half of his writings were out of prison because he took a stand when it wasn't popular? It was against law. It was against all these things. Paul didn't back away. He just simply said, look, you got to do what you got to do. But you know what? Those people need to be healed. That person needs to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. That person needs a miracle. And the truth is, he pushed back and continued to live out his, his life. He continued to live out his destiny. He walked as a son of the Most High God, releasing the kingdom of God. And you know what? He didn't allow a pandemic. When Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law, she was sick with the bubonic plague. The Roman government says, do not touch anybody with the plague. If you touch them, if you go in their house, if you're around them, you have to stay in that house and we have to burn the house down with you in it. Jesus said, look, you do what you got to do. I'm going to go heal the mother-in-law. Whenever they saw what he did and saw that the mother-in-law of Peter was healed, they began bringing everybody in the city and Jesus healed every one of them. And they stood back and the governor wrote to the Roman Empire and says, we can't execute him, we can't stop him because he healed everybody that came in there. That's Pentecost in action. Why? Because Jesus operated by the power of the Spirit. Well, I go into this town and I tell the commissioner, you do what you got to do. He said, you know what? I may come in the morning. I said, come on. He came to the service. I spoke. I prophesied to he and his wife. Spirit of God came over him. The, the, the fresh fullness of the Spirit came over his life. He went the next day before the judge and says, listen, I went yesterday. Here's what happened. This guy named Ron Till, he was a prophet, was there. He spoke the word of the Lord. And he said, you got to lift this thing because churches have to meet. We are the answer to this pandemic. That night, we began prayer strikes two times a week for at least an hour to two hours, people got out among the city. They went to the hospital parking lots, the courthouse parking lots, the business parking lots. They went through the neighborhoods, the school parking lots, everywhere they could go. They went and they began to pray. They took authority over the COVID-19. They began to release healing by the power of prayer. They began to release the Holy Spirit. And did you know in one week, every COVID case in that city was healed. And today, that whole county is COVID free. The next county over, a bunch of believers heard what was happening, went and began doing it in the city there. And there were two cities together, Midland and Odessa. They began doing prayer strikes in Odessa by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the COVID-19 cases dropped. And the news was reporting this strange incident where the COVID-19 cases stayed high in Midland, but they dropped to almost nothing in Odessa and they couldn't figure it out. I'll tell you what happened. The Holy Spirit came to Odessa. The Holy Spirit came to Andrews and the Holy Spirit's coming in you. Why? Because God is an awesome God. They kept feeling a sense of awe. Why? Because the Spirit of God was operating in them. Pentecost today is a celebrating the power of God that brings change in us. Guys, listen, we are living it out. What has God got to do to impress you again? If you can't see it, just let me tell you what he's doing. 
I will have you so excited you want to jump over the house. You know why? Because God is an awesome God. And these healings and signs and wonders and miracles and all this stuff is happening right before our eyes. We just got to tune into the frequency of God. We got to step into that place to we say to the Lord, Lord, I am a son of the Most High God. I will live out the destiny of the kingdom. And this Pentecost Sunday is about you and I being continually filled with joy and Holy Spirit. If I could get my hands on you right now, I would lay hands on you. I would pray a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. I would pray a fresh move of God's presence in your life. And my prayer today is that Pentecost Sunday would be the celebration. There was tongues, people interpreted, people heard the word of the Lord, people had encounters with God. It was amazing what God did in their life. But yet, in, in, in a lot of traditional Pentecostal ways, we, we get over here, well, they spoke with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That's exactly right. They did. There was a phenomena and a miracle that took place. But guys, listen to me. Speaking in tongues is not the end result in the trophy of Pentecost. It's the beginning. It's the start. Then we get to release the word of the Lord in places. I get to go and pray in the Spirit. I get to release the word of the Lord through tongues and interpretation and prophetic. I get to move out. I get to be a spokesman. I get to be an evangelist. I have power operating in me because of the Spirit of God. I am a change agent in the earth. And Pentecost is about the celebration. Pentecost means 50. It's 50 days from the day of resurrection to the day of Pentecost. 50 days. As I was preparing to speak today, as I, as I was preparing to release this word of the Lord over you today, the Lord reminded me that 50 is a number of jubilee in the history of Israel. At every 50 years, debts were forgiven. Everybody was reset. There was a restart and everything. Every 50 years, there was a move into a fresh new opportunity. It was like a new era was beginning. It was a new season of time where things began to open up. And today, we're celebrating... Pentecost, 50 days from resurrection. I believe that Pentecost will mark some of the greatest miracles of us overcoming this pandemic in America and the world in which we live. And I believe that today in Pentecost, we're going to come out of this day moving forward into tomorrow, June the 1st. I mean, this is the last day of May. This is the last day of the fifth month, which is a month of grace. We're moving out of grace into the opportunity where God changes man. God changes the, the power of His grace operating in us. And we step into the new of God. Don't try to do in this season what you did last season. Step in there and say, Lord, give me the reality of a Pentecost that has been flowing. Ask Him to forgive you of not stepping into that river and get in it today. Get in it over your head. Let rivers of living water, let the flow of the Holy Spirit take you into your destiny and, and release the power of God. Let me pray over you today. I believe this morning God's wanting to do something that is so powerful and strategic. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking the release of Holy Spirit. Let this Pentecost Sunday be a Pentecost to remember for the rest of the days of our lives. Father, we're not asking you to give us another one. We're asking you to give us the power of the original one, the first one, God, because we do not believe, Lord, that you quit releasing Pentecost. We're stepping into it. I pray for the fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit for those that have never received it. Father, I pray the release of the Holy Spirit of God coming down in their life. God, I pray, Lord, that you would release them in the gifts and the fruits of Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray the power of Pentecost will begin to come. 
that Father, that they would be caught up in the joyful ecstasy of a relationship with you, God. Let the power of Pentecost, let the power rest upon them to evangelize, to share, to bring life everywhere they go. And then Lord, I pray for us as spirit-filled believers. Father, I pray fresh filling. I pray, Lord, the continual filling of joy and Holy Spirit. I cast down heaviness. I cast down depression. Lord, I cast down those things. Father, it would drag us down. And Father, I pray the release of your Holy Spirit, God, take us into the continual filling of Holy Spirit. And Lord, I pray that today, God, that grace upon grace, Lord, power would begin to flow through us. And Lord, we would be energized to move into the world and make a difference by the words that we speak, the deeds that we do. And Lord, give us grace to step in to that new of God. This is the new. Father, I pray the power of Pentecost would saturate us and we'd live it out the rest of the days of our life. Bless you guys. Be encouraged. It's awesome to be with you today. I look forward to seeing you soon. Blessings.